Hey everyone, welcome to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee's Erotic Library. And on this episode, I have an absolutely delicious treat for you. I'm joined by the scrumptious Tabitha Rain. Tabitha Rain is an award-winning author of erotica and sex words. She invented the Ruby Glow, which is a saddle-style ride-on vibrator. And she is also the editor of Frolic Me Online magazine. Um, if you don't know the Ruby Glow, guys, you need to try it. It's a lot of fun. It's hands-free. All of her social media and website stuff will be in the podcast notes, so please do look for them there. Welcome to the show, Tabitha. Hi, Laurie. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. So what are you going to read for us? So I'm going to read um, The Dinner Guest. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite stories I've written, um, and it was in an anthology in initially called um, Chemical Sex with Traveller Writers. And the premise of the book, it was an anthology where we all wrote a story based around an aphrodisiac chocolate, which was the absolute bomb of a chocolate that everybody who even barely sniffed it got, um, just wanted to get themselves down with either themselves or whoever they hear to hand. And it's a really fabulous book and I really loved writing this story. So that's what I'm going to read for you today. Oh, I'm so excited. Shall I begin? Are you all sitting comfortably? <laughs> this is the dinner guest. There comes a point in a long-term relationship where if you haven't exposed your kinky desires to your partner, it might be too late, or at least that's what I've been telling myself for the past couple of years. After all, what would I think if Lucas suddenly told me he had a penchant for wearing stockings or had always fantasised about taking a male lover? Actually, that's probably my secret wants coming out. The other night, when we were making love in the good old missionary position, I had an image of being of him being done by some guy we'd picked up at the same time, so I could see both their faces. It was such a hot scene that I came hard, just like that. I can't usually get to the magic moment through missionary alone, but boy, oh boy, that fleeting thought had done it. We've been together for nine years, Luca and me, totally and mind-numbingly boring for my friends in love from the second we first met. I asked him a while ago when we were pretty tipsy on champagne if there, would, if there was anything he'd like to do. His deepest, darkest secret vice. I told him no matter what it was, I'd help him do it. Can we pause? Can we pause? I'm so sorry. I might have to start again. I, I did tell. This is the dinner guest. There comes a point in a long-term relationship where if you haven't exposed your kinky desires to your partner, it might be too late. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This guest. There comes a point in a long-term relationship where if you haven't exposed your kinky desires to your partner, it might be too late. Or at least that's what I've been telling myself for the past couple of years. After all, what would I think if Luca suddenly told me he had a penchant for wearing stockings or had always fantasised about taking a male lover? Actually, that's probably my secret wants coming out. The other night, when we were making love in the good old missionary position, 
I had an image of him being done by some guy we'd picked up at the same time so I could see both their faces. It was such a hot scene that I came hard, just like that. I can't usually get to the magic moment through the missionary alone, but boy, oh boy, that fleeting thought had done it. We've been together for nine years, Luca and me, totally and mind-numbingly boring for my friends, in love from the first second we met. I asked him a while ago when we were pretty tipsy on champagne if there was anything he'd like to do. Deepest, darkest secret vice. I told him that no matter what it was, I'd help him do it. Well, I always fancied trying snowboarding, was his innocent reply. I think I drank the rest of the champers straight from the bottle. So why is this all being stirred up? Well, I'll tell you. At uni, before I met my beloved, there was a guy, you know. We were just friends, but all the girls loved him. Jasper. Hot to look at, hot to be with, hot to talk to, no subject was out of bounds, no subject too esoteric, taboo or banal to dissect till the end of time, or at least until the end of a bottle of Jack Daniels. We would lie on the hill drinking and smoking until the morning dew soaked us. I never grew cold, perhaps a little damp. Our conversations kept me heated through and through. We shared our most secret fantasies. I told him how I sometimes smacked my own arse with a ruler to get off. He said that if I hadn't found my dominant other by the time I was 30, he'd happily oblige. It was the strangest thing. The safety net of the never-ending now of youth made the merest idea of ever being 30 as impossible as some of our discussions on philosophy. We had chemistry, we definitely did, but neither one of us seemed capable of making a move. I wondered sometimes if I was just imagining the electricity between us, or even if he was gay. I knew he loved the idea of trying every sexual thing at least once with many different people, just not me, it seemed. All my youthful heartache surrounding Jasper disappeared as if it never existed when I first set eyes on Luca. Chemistry, what a strange thing, to be completely at its mercy. Is that all we are? Just a bunch of chemical reactions? Why am I suddenly dwelling on all this? You guessed it, Jasper is in town. Jasper is in town and he wants to meet up with Luca and me. We used to meet up altogether but somehow lost touch over the years. I don't know why I'm so apprehensive. But as I stand thumbing my clothes in the wardrobe trying to choose an outfit for dinner, I suddenly realise what it is. I'm over 30. I'm over 30 and I've never been spanked on the arse by anything other than my own ruler in my own hand. Oh hell. What if he's still as open? What if he blurts out my secrets to my unsuspecting long-term partner? He wouldn't, surely. I choose my red heels, hold-ups, my red dress, hold-ups and heels. I'm a recent convert to hold-ups, but stocking purism has been sacrificed for a wrinkle-free ankle, thank you very much. Luca is going to the restaurant direct from work. I check the time. I do not want him to arrive before me. Maybe I can get there first to warm Jasper off certain subjects. I grab my bag and make a run for it. I needn't have worried. 
Jasper has been, I needn't have worried. Jasper has been both the perfect gentleman and conversationalist, of course. I smile through the candlelight at Luca and Jasper chattering. We'd skipped dessert and ordered a bottle of cognac and I topped up their glasses again. This has been wonderful, Jasper. Thanks for taking the time to catch up. Luca sounds like he's drawing the evening to a close. As his hand strokes my thigh under the table, I realise why. He walks the fabric of my dress through his fingertips and bunches and bunch glides up, exposing my stocking tops. He hooks into the elastic and I let my legs part a little. Drunk, my inhibitions fall away and I hear my voice inviting Jasper back to our flat for a nightcap. Luca tenses a little when Jasper accepts with enthusiasm. In the cab, Luca sits between Jasper and I. They are chatting amiably enough, but I feel the tension in his frame. He was expecting to bend me over on the fireside rug and fuck me from behind with my stocking still on. Well, he'll just have to wait a bit longer, that's all. It's not like my junken, drunken libido will fail me anytime soon. Something about the male voices throwing jocular chat back and forth has me floating on a soft cloud of contented need. I close my eyes and sink into the leather upholstery, imagining myself between them, wishing I was smaller and more breakable, visualising being pounded front and back by two rock-hard men, all grunts and sinew as they take their lustful pleasures, only stopping to slap my arse for my disobedience when I cry out in sweet, exquisite agony. Oh, where'd that come from? I sit up straight and press the button to open the window. Night air gushes in and the men protest. Sorry, sorry, it's just the alcohol taking effect, I guess. I put the window back up and suddenly aware of my arousal. I feel like it is buzzing from every pore, making itself very, very obvious. I peer over and Jasper is showing something to Luca. Luca reaches out, but Jasper snatches whatever it is away. Looks like some sort of chocolate, you know, the type posh hotels put on the pillow. Or so I've heard. Never quite made it to one of those hotels. Oh, is it hot in here? I shift uneasily, feeling sweat prickle over my nape and shoulders. That image keeps flicking into my mind. Jasper leans past Luca and smiles at me with a very wicked smile. This could become quite interesting, he says, nudging Luca as he settles back into his seat. Chatter has faded and a strange, uneasy tension fills the back of the taxi. My gaze flicks to Luca's knee and I'm sure I see Jasper quickly pull his hand away. Something odd is going on. I'm glad when we stumble out into the cold air onto the pavement. The taxi driver has a massive grin on his face and as he drives off, I'm sure it's down to Jasper's tipping generosity. Goosebumps raise on every part of my body as we climb the stairs. I opt to go first and I can feel the heat of the gaze of both men as they eye up my stockinged legs and higher to my arse. I can't help it. I sashay a little deeper into my hips and arousal wells in the pit of my abdomen. My knickers are damp, I can smell them. I ought to be embarrassed, but I'm not at all. It's the strangest thing. The smell is combined with a cocoa fragrance, 
and as we reach our door, I glance back only to see Jasper feeding Luca one of the chocolates he was holding in the taxi. What the hell? His lips engulf the melting candy, and Jasper pushes his fingers in a little. Their eyes meet, and in that moment I see a decision has been made. Luca sucks grilly on the digits, wrapping his tongue and lips around them, swallowing them deep into his mouth. Both their expressions are heavy with lust, and my knees buckle. I fall against the door and it breaks them from their spell. What's, what's going on? I ask. No sound escapes me. I'm floaty and excited. Am I tripping? Luca leans against the wall with a goofy sexed out look on his face and Jasper strides to me, another chocolate in his grip. Here, eat it, he commands, grabbing my hair and pulling my head back, making no mistake about my instruction. As he drops the chocolate into my open mouth, he slides his fingers on my tongue, fingering my mouth as if it were my pussy. It is filthy rude and my cunt yarns. He rolls his pelvis into my side to show me his hard-on, and I chance a glance at Luca, who's rubbing his own erection through his trousers. As I swallow the sweet liquor of melted chocolate and saliva, I'm elevated beyond any need I've ever had. Unlock the fucking door, someone now, says Luca, and I hurriedly fumble the keys, and they fall to the floor. Jasper dips down and pauses on his knees, observing my spread feet. Like a feral animal pouncing, he dips up and under my dress, clawing at my panties, biting and tonguing my pussy through the fabric. Luca approaches, and I'm worried he'll be furious with me for allowing another man into my private space, but he just smiles and stoops to take the key from Jasper's grip. He quickly opens the door and we stumble and fall inside, grabbing at furniture, anything to catch our balance in this tangle of bodies. I am confused. Of course, I know what's happening and it feels great, but I'm not quite sure how it's happening. We've never discussed this. Luca's never once hinted that he would consider a threesome. <gasps> threesome. Forming the word in my mind sends spirals of illicit, naughty desire racing through me. Menage a trois. How deliciously sordid. My breasts feel engorged and my beaded nipples are almost painful. I need to get out of my dress right now. I'm so hot and confined. I tear the fabric and I'm delighted when four more hands join the crusade to get me naked. Hard panting and material ripping is the only sound and it is close and intense. Jasper is on his knees again, pulling my knickers with his teeth. The elastic shows resistance and cuts into my behind as he shakes his head around like a dog trying to rip it off. It burns into my, bu my buttocks and releases another hot shot of sex endorphins. I want to be spanked. I want someone to hit me hard on the ass while gagging and stuffing my mouth with something. I think quickly and bend as the elastic finally snaps, three, snaps free. Luca's bulge is at my face and I get to work freeing his cock and ramming my mouth over the straining head, licking and stuffing my face with him. I want to be owned, consumed, fucked in the mouth and throat as Jasper spanks me. Thwack! I hear it before I feel it and rock forward even further onto Luca. Hey, Luca gives a half-hearted attempt to come to my aid, but I know he's loving this too much to really do anything. Shh, 
Don't worry, it's good, Jasper whispers as he lays his whole palm on my tingling ass and strokes as if soothing me. Then the touch is withdrawn and I brace myself for another slap. I grunt hard as the blow makes me stumble again, guzzling at Luca, relishing every whimper coming from his throat. I hope Jasper is hard. I hope he has his thick, heavy cock out in the other hand, stroking himself while he spanks me. Thwack! Ah, oh, that's it. That's it. It's exactly what I hoped for. My body is on fire, every nerve ending connected to the point where he, the blows have landed. Searing heat spreads through me as my nipples are tight, puckering for all they're worth, and I grab them both roughly as they dangle. I squeeze and knead them, tweaking and playing as Luca grabs my hair and fucks my mouth. My pussy is needy now. I can imagine the sight of it all puffy and desperate, red and ready for invasion. I wiggle my ass in invitation to Jasper, who grabs either side of my hips and begins to nudge at my entrance. I clench hard at the invasion. The Lord knows I want it and need it, but I can't help it. There is still some part of me absolutely mortified by what is taking place, but delightfully mortified. Perhaps by showing a little resistance, I'm not quite the wanton hussy I'm accusing myself of being. He's pushing harder, grabbing tight into my flesh. Open up now, stop being such a fucking tease. His voice is all growly and masterful and I clench again. I'm rewarded with a brisk, hard slap. I said, let me in. He pulls me back and drives forward, stretching and ploughing me with his cock. It's so hard and deep that I'm actually lifted onto my toes and have to grab onto Luca's thighs for balance. Jasper nestles into my cunt for a moment or two, giving me time to expand and adjust to his girth. My clip feels like it's going to explode. Just one touch, just reach underneath and stroke it. I silently implore, my mouth still busy on my lover. He is jerking and shuddering in that telltale well way and I try to slow my pace. I don't want this to end just yet. I reach down between my legs and finger my clit. The angle is wrong. I can't press hard enough. Frustration builds into fury and I slam back onto Jasper harder and reach to his balls as they tighten and sway. Fuck, I'm so needy. I want to find his hands to pull them round to my clit. I want to be tongued and chewed, gobbled up the way Luca has been gobbled. I'm breathing hard from my nose and my eyes are streaming with frustration in the effort to try and deep throat Luca. Some of my hair has come free of his hand and is sticking to my face. I must look like a ravished whore. Excellent. I arch further up onto my tippy toes, still trying to grapple at Jasper's fingers. Suddenly he leaves me. My cunt feels bereft, but only for a second as he sinks to the floor and I hear his hot breath at my ass. I clench, nervous and excited for what might happen next, not wanting to admit to myself that I want his tongue in my ass. Oh, and I do, I do want it. Just as I think I might have to voice my desire and that might kill me, I feel the sweet probing at my tightest place. It is hugely invasive and feels enormous in its insistence. Long, flat swirls gives way to short, sharp jabs. A fleshy battering ram opening me up for his use. 
Everything stills for a second, then his tongue breaches my hole. Oh God, that's it, done. His fingers delve into my dripping pussy while he fucks me in the ass with his tongue. The cock in my throat is so hard now I'm almost gagging. Jasper stands again with his fingers still in my pussy, probing at my rear. I know he's wetting his other hand in his mouth and coating his cock with lubrication. Is he going to do it? Look and I haven't even done it. Well, we tried once on my insistence, but we were both drunk and embarrassed. This though, wow. Sensations are rippling through me that I never knew I could feel. I want Luca to roar something filthy like, that's it, user, fuck her in the ass and I'll fuck her you while you do it. That image, that one from the taxi appears, appears through this time. It's even ruder. Did I imagine Luca spoke those words? Or did he? I am confused and floaty, gripped, groped and about to be ground. Do it. Corkscrew right into me, make me burn. I am out of my body. I'm roaring around the room, flailing about in the agony of the sublime. My body is a wreck. Luca is looking down at me, hand tangled tight in my hair, twisting my face up so he can see my raw expression, jaw almost unhinged, eyes bulging and streaming with effort. Take it, he says, and I'm back in myself, two cocks forcing their way inside, using me, adoring me, worshipping me as their woman of fuck. Jasper is in my ass now, fingers still in my cunt. I'm so stretched, full and stuff, everything converges and Jasper finally reaches under, pressing my own hand with his onto my clit. The shuddering begins and I twist and writhe on the end of these cocks, pumping and pounding me. Oh God, the trembling in my tensed calves and foot arches turned to cramp with effort of holding myself up, but suddenly I am lifted, suspended by cocks and my muscles release. Silence. I am the eye of this storm and I embrace the stillness for as long as I can before letting go. I come, I come, I come through the stars and the moon and the earth and the flesh and they come too, choking and ramming me, pleasure and pain. I feel them twist in blissful agony inside me, filling me from head to toe with their raw essence. I want them to come all over me. I want to be covered in it. I want to be spattered from all directions by a hundred hungry cocks. The spasming, spasming, shuddering and roaring comes to slow and my breathing is hard around the softening flesh inside. My pussy twitches and I'm utterly spent, fulfilled, transcended. They both slide from me and we all collapse to the floor in a long embrace. Both men stroke my hair and pet me, soothe me. I don't want it to end. I drift off slowly and I have the sensation of being carried and laid somewhere soft and comfortable while the two men cuddle in close. As I dream, I am aware of movement around and above me. I open my eyes to see a male jaw being cupped by a male hand and drawn to the other's lips. It is tender and masculine and unbelievably erotic. Am I dreaming? They stop kissing and lie down either side of me, cocooning me in heat and pheromones. I am utterly fulfilled. I think back to the evening and how it all panned out. When I arrived at the restaurant, the men had already had drinks and they looked startled, 
guilty almost when I said hello. They'd planned it. They'd planned the whole thing and it had something to do with the chocolates they'd scrabbled to hide in the cab. Well, well, Luca must be a little kinkier than I gave him credit for. At least now I know, in a long-term relationship, it's never too late to voice your kinky desires. You might just need a little help, even if it is in the form of an aphrodisiac confectionery and a university crush. I let myself sink into sleep with the fragrance of man and chocolate soothing my sex-bruised body. The end. That was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so I hope you all really loved that. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you are one of my $10 a month patrons on Patreon, then you will now be looking forward to the bonus that will come because I am going to have a chat with Tabitha about what she does and what inspires her. Um, for those of you who don't know, my Patreon is what helps me keep these podcasts running. It pays for the production costs of this podcast and also defrays the cost of the production costs of the A to Z of sex. So it is greatly appreciated. And for that, you get not only interviews with the authors, but you get bonus stories and swag and tickets to events and all sorts of stuff. So it's well worth a tenner a month. So you can head over to the Patreon, which is Patreon forward slash Lori Beth Bisbee. I will see you all next week. Stay safe, but have a sexy one. <laughs>